0: You're listening to the Harmonizing Her podcast, where ambition finds its perfect rhythm. The show for the multifaceted, multi-passionate woman who's ready to harmonize all parts of herself. Let's get right into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Harmonizing Her podcast. I'm really excited for this week's episode because this has actually been a very hot requested topic in my DMs as we were getting ready for this podcast launch and that is to talk more about relationships and partnerships especially as an ambitious woman especially as an ambitious woman who's also deconstructing every traditional construct within her home i know for me and my partner we have always really teetered on the non-traditional lifestyle, but especially when my business started to grow, especially when we had our son, especially when we made the decision for him to stay home with our son so I could continue to grow the business where I became the primary breadwinner for our household. And just the dynamics that come along with that that I feel like not a lot of people talk about. And I know for me and my husband, we have, met so many different versions of each other like you do when you're in a long-term relationship. We started dating when we were like 17 years old and when I was 17 years old if you guys know me you know I had this perfect 10-year plan that I thought my life was just going to unfold magically step by step do all these things check all the boxes. When I graduated college I quickly found out that my path was gonna look a lot different than what I thought it would my whole life. And my husband proposed to me when we were really young. We were 19 when we got engaged. We were, I think, 22 or 23 when we actually got married. I started my business a couple months after we got married. And so when, when I graduated college, I had a job in investigations and it was your very traditional nine to five and it was in a <clears throat> building with no windows and I just remember coming home from that job and thinking like this cannot possibly be my life and My husband had supported me through college, supported me through every ambition, every idea that I had. I got this job. I was so excited to finally be making money and contributing to our relationship. And we wanted to buy a house and plan for a baby and everything as young couples do. And I remember, coming home and telling him, I need to quit my job. (laughs) I need to quit my job and I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I know that I can't stay here. And I think that was a very pivotal moment in our own relationship where I felt like he genuinely wholeheartedly was going to support me no matter where I was going to lead us. And I think something that I was so taken back by was the level of trust he had in me and I had I had trust in myself obviously enough to say I'm gonna quit this job with no backup plan and I don't really know what that means for us but for him to be like I think you should do what you feel is best and have no backup plan. And he's always said over the years that we've been together and, and then like turbulent seasons, we're going to figure it out. Like you're going to figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're going to be fine. Do what you need to do. And so I just remember like that level of support coming from him when we were so young and I had just graduated college and gotten to the working force and he was in the working force already. And you know, just juggling classes and waitressing jobs and bartending and then I get this job and then I'm like actually I think I'm gonna go back and be a bartender for a little while and I was working at a gym and then I was like I think I'm gonna buy this gym franchise if you guys have, have heard the story of the twists and turns of how I landed in my business and he was like I think you I think you should buy the franchise if you want to buy the franchise and then It was, you know, I want to start this business. And he was so supportive. And then I remember I had my first $10,000 launch. It was like the biggest success just a few weeks into starting my business. It was such a big deal. I was like, oh my God, I made $10,000. This is insane. And then two weeks after that, we went to a Tony Robbins event, my mom and I and he was pitching his $10,000 multi-event package. And I just remember texting my husband, there's this package, I feel like I need to do it. I need to reinvest everything that I just made. And he was like, if you think you should do it, I think you should do it. And I think that that unwavering level of trust and support that has always come from him. Like I attribute a lot of my business success to that because I did not have a partner who was doubting me. I did not have a partner who was like kicking and screaming along these, you know, crazy decisions that I was making. I didn't have a partner that was like, you can't invest into your business. I didn't have a partner that was like, you can't quit your job. I mean, he really played such a vital part in my growth and I'm like feeling so emotional saying this and I'm like, I don't even know if he knows the level of, of support and success that I attribute to just him being by my side. And so that was something that we never really struggled with in terms of being on the same page. I feel very blessed by that because getting to where I am today was definitely a roller coaster. There was nothing linear about it. But where things started to feel really sticky for me was as I was growing and I was reaching new levels of success and I was discovering new things about my spirituality and my faith and my own evolution and development, I would notice that I would shed these old layers of skin and then I would be met with this like new version of myself where then I started to feel disconnected from my husband and I noticed this pattern unfolding a lot over the last few years where I would be like breaking through financially or breaking through professionally but then at home I would start to feel really disconnected, really isolated and and start to question things. Are we growing in different directions? Are we growing at the same level? Do we even need to be growing at the same level? And something that has always been helpful for me, this is how I run my business, this is how I run my entire life is always going back to my values. And at the end of the day, even though I'm evolving and he's evolving too, it just looks different. And, And even being able to accept that was something that I struggled with and I talked to a lot of women and my clients who are like does my partner need to have a business does my partner need to be into personal development does my partner need to be into fitness the same way I am and what does it look like if you guys like don't agree or see eye to eye on those things and I think for us at least it's never been we don't see eye to eye on those things we just have different interests and we have different passions and we have different value or different we don't have different values that's what i was about to say but the thing that we have in common is our values so even though we have different interests we have different passions we have different hobbies different ways of growth and expressing ourselves and taking care of ourselves our value system is really the same and the way that we show up for each other the way that we show up for our son and our family those things are always very aligned at the foundation and i think that's the first thing to look at always at the end of the day are your values in alignment because if they are then you can put in the extra effort and work and consciousness into the relationship to break through into that next level of of intimacy and connection within yourself and so this past year i started to really look at my own my own pattern and cycle that i was falling into of ramping up professionally and romantically kind of like shitting the bed and and The one thing that I think is a non-negotiable when it comes to navigating different levels and layers of your relationship is radical honesty with the other person about where you are, what's coming up for you, what are you feeling, what are you thinking, and what are you needing, right? And so I, I was noticing I'm feeling disconnected and I'm feeling unfulfilled and if I just go through the motions every day feeling unfulfilled and feeling disconnected and I'm not doing anything about it and I'm not talking to him about it it's not fair to me obviously but beyond that it's really not fair for him because when we entered this partnership in this marriage it was under the value system that we're gonna put in the work, we're gonna put in the effort. And you know, I was talking to my mastermind a couple of weeks ago saying that we have been together, me and my husband for almost 12 years. And so things can get, and they can get routine and they can just kind of go unconscious and go through the motions. And I think it's really important to disrupt that. And so I found myself having conversations with my partner this past year of just those feelings of, feeling disconnected and where I was at and the biggest epiphany that I had in all of this and I remember this being just such a big breakthrough and I was telling all my friends about it even my friends were like you would need to do a podcast episode about this what a great conversation was the things that I was looking for that I was feeling like I was needing in the relationship I wasn't providing those things. And if we go back to like straight up business and embodiment and marketing and, and be the embodiment of what you're selling and be the vibrational match for what you want, I realized having this big breakdown in this personal area of my life, my marriage, where I was actually not at All being the embodiment or the match for the level of intimacy and romance and thoughtfulness that I was wanting. I was literally just like leaning back, expecting it to come drop out of the sky, not putting my own effort into it, not being the example, not leading myself by example. And I do those things so naturally in business, so naturally in my career. And I realized, oh my gosh, there is a huge disconnect in the way that I'm showing up in my own marriage or if i was like talking to a client or working with a client it would be like this is the the big red flag thing that is alarming and standing out and so that was one of the things earlier this year that i was able to take like big radical responsibility on and i was having these open conversations and you know being really clear about what i wanted and with examples and this would be nice and we should do this more often and i remember my husband you know being in agreeance but asking me like do you ever do those things for me though and I was like I don't and it was just the biggest breakthrough where we both were able to realign and get on the same page and we were able to also talk about that pattern of mine where he was like I feel you know every six months we're kind of back at this conversation where you're feeling this way and I'm feeling this way and how do we like disrupt this pattern and what's really going on and what's really important to us and what do we want and what do we want to feel and how do we bring those things to life and i think those are really pivotal moments in in a relationship especially as like i said an ambitious woman especially as Somebody who's the head of household, the breadwinner, the primary earner, and you guys are dismantling a lot of traditional roles and rules and constructs within the home. So having that open communication and always circling back to, are our values still the same? Because if we are still aligned in that foundational level of our values, then everything else we can navigate through and we can work through and you know having that level of even unconditional trust and belief within each other to say you're gonna figure it out and I'm gonna figure it out and we're both gonna figure it out is something that I always hold really really close to me and just keeping a pulse on your own identity and your own evolution I remember after having my son we our relationship didn't go through a rough patch but i went through a rough patch because i had my husband who was just like so wrapped around me picking up all the pieces supporting me supporting our baby supporting the household keeping up on all the things and i just remember being like i don't even know who i am i don't even know what i want i don't feel beautiful i don't feel myself i don't feel that ambition i'm feeling disconnected from so many things and how, how do you show up in a relationship in that way? But again, it's being really transparent around where you're at. And I think the reason why we have been able to go through so many different seasons and identity shifts and personal evolutions and evolution together as, as a couple, as a partnership, is because we're always really honest about where we're at and and what we're needing and we don't shy away from those hard conversations and they are hard conversations no matter no matter how many tools you have no matter how much you've done the work like they're just fragile tough conversations sometimes and I remember texting my friends and the thick of it being like this has been like a three-day just emotionally really hard and draining conversation with lots of emotions and tears and frustrations and seeing the other point of view but we always go there. And beyond just going there with that level of communication, there's always some sort of action plan to follow. And so something that we have been doing in our home over the last couple of months, which honestly is going to sound so small, silly and simple, but it's been such a big game changer for us to just acknowledge like I'm thinking about you and add that little bit of flirtation back into our day-to-day rhythm when sometimes it can just be so easy to be like the baby and the business and the house and the dog and all of the things that like that essence of connection and flirtation can get lost but something that we started doing was leaving dry erase markers in our bathroom upstairs and our bathroom downstairs and we just take turns like writing each other little notes and it can be something like just as simple as like you're on my mind like XOXO and we've had some like funny ones and the one in the bathroom right now has like my husband drew like hearts all over the note and something about let's have a day full of love and laughter together. Sometimes they're a little spicy and inappropriate. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're sweet. But it really just pours like a fresh energy every time like one of us uses the bathroom or goes in the bathroom sees a note there, like kind of expecting it but also unexpectedly and then we erase it and then it's kind of like we're passing notes and it's just this really innocent but simple you know solution I guess I would say that we've come up with just to reprioritize that connection and so we're always kind of looking for ways of how do we integrate that thoughtfulness and that romance in our day-to-day life because if we're not having conversations on how to do that it's just going to continue to be lost and so then I was looking at these things that I'm looking for and the you know whatever it is planning a date or going out or a sweet note how can I start to initiate those things and so another thing that we used to do actually after having our son and this was something like right off the bat that we 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 intended to do to keep things alive in the relationship that kind of just it got lost along the way. But my mom takes my son every weekend overnight for a weekend or for a night every weekend. And so we to alternating who plans date nights and so it could be a date night at home it could be a date night out it could be booking us reservations somewhere we've never tried before or we're gonna go see this band or this show or we're gonna go bowling we're gonna go on a walk like whatever the case may be but just taking turns and also like distributing that in an equal way because I also realized I was looking for so many of these things from my partner in the traditional sense, but there's so many non-traditional things about us. And so we live very non-traditional life at home. But then I'm like, I want him to plan all the dates. I want him to put all all of the initiation in. And I'm like, that's not like reflective of us. And it's not reflective of how I show up in in any other area of my life. And it's not reflective of how I feel about him. And so reclaiming some of that radical responsibility there and saying I want to plan date nights I want to do sweet things for us I want to be the one to initiate and and be thoughtful and I know that I'm going to receive that in return but you know like I said it's going there it's communicating your needs it's having those conversations it's having a lot of faith like good faith in each other good faith like the benefit of the doubt that unwavering we're gonna get through this no matter what it looks like and you know I always, I always make a joke to my husband to say like being married to a woman who has huge goals and huge ambitions and so passionate about her career and is also a mother and has so much drive and just wants to be better and better and better and the best version of herself. And it's no small task to be married to a woman with that ambition because it can intimidate a lot of men and I think it's really important that your partner is on board with the things that are important to you. I don't know if we would have made it as high school sweethearts over a decade later still pouring love into our relationship and growing our family if that underlying level of trust, of faith, of belief, respect, and support wasn't there like that that to me and to us in our household and our home that's just a foundational pillar that cannot waver and I'm so thankful that we've we've always had that even when we were 17 and i was you know changing changing majors in college and then job jumping and going back to waitressing and leading us into crazy places that support was always there and and that makes these times even more special because there were times where those decisions did not have an immediate roi and I got a DM specifically saying, you're talking about a story where you and your partner didn't have a lot of money. Can you talk more about that? What was your relationship like as you started to make more money? And the thing about my partner, and he he's just such a beautiful man, but he's always said, as long as we have each other, we're good. Like we're we're good. That that feels wealthy to me to be in this relationship with you where we'll figure the rest out. We don't need the fanciest of things. We don't need the fanciest house. And I've always had very expensive taste. So I'm like, yes, we do. But we were broke for a majority of of our relationship. And I remember the story I was telling specifically was about when I got this job in marketing. And I got my first like raise or promotion or something. And I remember we were standing on our patio and I had this like breakdown moment of, oh my God, we can buy socks. I don't even know why that was the first thing that came in my mind, but I just remember this breakthrough financial liberation of we can go buy socks and not have to worry about it. And it it seems so small now. Oh my God, we were in a place where buying socks was a big deal. But I just remember my husband always saying, we'll figure it out. We just will figure it out. I'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. We don't need... The, the most expensive things and then as i started to grow in the business we reached like a peak point i had my son my mental health took ultimate shit. It took me two years to really one, find my footing as as a whole woman again, and who am I and where am I going and what do I want in business? I I tore my business apart, I closed down programs, I refined things, I reworked things. And in that two year span, there was a lot of turbulence in my own confidence my own faith in myself that got really really shaken up there was financial turbulence there was ebbs and flows in the business and even through all of that my husband was always like we have everything we need within each other. Like whether your business is making a million dollars or it's making $5, you're not going to be here forever. You're going to get back to where you are. You have to take care of yourself. Just having that very like loving and patient place to, to call home at the end of the day, knowing that if I lost everything from a material standpoint and a financial standpoint, our foundation of love and respect for each other is the thing that feels the richest and the wealthiest. And I remember being in a really low place in my business and really low place financially. And I was talking to a friend about, you know, another one of our friends who killing it financially and doing so well. And I said to her, as low as I'm feeling in the business from a financial point of view, if you were to offer me to swap, situations with like our one friend who was killing it, I would choose not to, because what I have that I'm unwilling to give up is that connection and trust and support in my partner. And that feels so sacred. It feels so rare. It feels so significant. And with that, I feel like I have everything knowing someone's going to stand by my side, whether it's the best month of my life, the worst month of my life, anything in between postpartum, depressed, you know, lost sense of, of self. And he was right there every single step of the way and he doesn't care if it's the best or worst month or or anything in between. He knows the best is yet to come for us always. And so that's been a, a big contributor too. But what I really want you to take away from this episode, especially if you are someone building a business and you are pursuing a, a non-traditional life and maybe you want to start a family or your partner is, is home with the babies or however that might look and there's no right or wrong way even I'm not saying my non-traditional way is the right way it's just the way that works for our family right now and that's subject to change at any time but what I want you to take away regardless is constantly keeping a pulse on what you need in your relationship, what you need in your partnership. If you're feeling disconnected, don't let that die out until the flame goes out and it's even harder to reignite it. Keep a pulse on how you feel in your partnership. Keep a pulse on the level of intimacy and the level of romance. And I even feel like when I go through my own evolutions where all of a sudden the standards, you know, the bar gets hot set higher in all these other different areas of my life. The bar gets set higher in my relationship too, where I expect more. I have a higher standard. And I want, you know, to to develop a deeper connection and get even more intimate and take our sex life to the next level, take our, you know, goal setting to the next level together and just being able to be upfront about what those things are and really leaning into those harder conversations which might not always be super hard maybe uncomfortable but it's really worth it to have that open level of communication with your partner especially if you're someone who goes through many layers and levels of growth and you feel like you're always evolving and meeting a new version of yourself and having this weird dynamic of wanting your partner to keep up, and is it even their job to keep up, and do we need to have this overlap? Bringing those conversations to life within within your home is gonna change everything. Don't let them live up here in your head. I, I did that for so long, and the, the thoughts swirling were not helping me. They weren't helping my relationship, and I think it's important to acknowledge that no relationship is perfect, and no thriving, amazing marriage goes without effort it doesn't go without effort or work or whatever you wanna call it. You know, consciously pouring into the evolution of your relationship is a non-negotiable if that's something you want. And you know, for me, when I didn't wanna deal with it in the thick of my like career success, I noticed that I would actually hide behind my work and hide behind my business to avoid these conversations, but bringing them to the table and just meeting each other with that radical respect, love, and honesty has been the biggest game changer. And I just feel like we need to be having more conversations about this because having a healthy, thriving, alive love and marriage in your life as an ambitious woman is important it's important to have a healthy and supportive dynamic as you're you're building your life and you're building your business and your career so hopefully this episode gave you some insight on how to initiate some of those conversations and some things that you can take into your own rhythm into your own relationship to just make that another area and facet of your life that is Really well harmonized. That's a wrap for this week's episode. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Slango, and it's my mission for this show to be a catalyst that empowers you to break free from all the boxes and stop trying to niche down who you are. Make sure to stay connected by subscribing to the show, going to taylorslango.com forward slash podcast to join the free harmonized weekly newsletter and connecting with me on Instagram at taylorslango.